The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon on this uh, rainy Hey, folks, it's John DePietro. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. It's Thursday. It is October 29th. Folks, we are one day away from, um, well, actually, a couple days from the election, obviously, and then holiday weekend, Halloween weekend, I should say. And this is also a perfect time. I want to remind you, and uh, I just give so much credit to our friends at K's that are uh, just terrific Folks, pop in and see them at K's, Cass Ave in uh, Winsocket, and they are uh, John and David. They have done such a terrific job, and they've David has gone to great lengths to keep the dining special so terrific. And I love the way that they have everything set up right there across the street. Stop in and see them, and uh, whether it's a delicious sandwich or they have the different specials like meatballs, lobster mac and cheese. And it's just terrific. And I love these igloos that they have uh, come up with. So I give them uh, tremendous credit. Channel 10 did a, a full piece on it. Stop in and see them at K's where there's, uh, they're waiting for you. And it's such a great tradition. Well, folks, as I said, it's John DePietro. Now, if you haven't, when you hear us talk about all this business about this, uh, this so-called purge, you can go to the website and you can see it and read it. And it's definitely out there. And something that I want to mention next hour, I do want to play some sound of President Trump. I definitely want to play some some sound of President Trump, who I think is doing great on the trail. But what I wanted to mention was back in June when they had, now right now it's 108 in the Ocean State, 108 on this rainy Thursday. Back in June when they had the riot, the next night, Maybe some people remember this, maybe you don't. There was a curfew in Providence, 9 o'clock. And I was in Providence, and I was outside the mall. It was a busy afternoon. I was in Garden City. I was at Warwick Mall. The National Guard was called out. They had a helicopter in the sky. And then there I was in Providence, across from the Providence Plate Fall. And by the way, if you're riding around the Providence area or anywhere north, please put your radio to 99.9 FM. 99.9 99.9 FM. It comes in great. Or the AM 1380 is always strong. AM 1380 is very, very strong. But try that 99.9 FM. But my point is, this is important. Um, I was watching. So the curfew was 9 o'clock. Between 8 and 9 o'clock, these lone wolves would start to show up. They were male. They were male ages 18 to 30, somewhere in there. Primer and losers, you know, pale, you know, the type that you'd, basement dwellers type of thing. Probably working, you know, in the, in the old days they would have been working at a video store. I don't know what they do now, if they're working at all. But they had black shirts on. Everyone's wearing a mask, right? They have the hoods. And they were kind of like walking around on the scene. And they had heard that something had happened the night before. And so they came to, to check it out. And, and that's the type of thing you have to be careful of. So I know that people are saying, well, is this thing real or not? I'll tell you this. What's different from now to June, right? So it's October 29th, Thursday, October 29th. Tomorrow night, October 30th. We're going to start Facebook Live coverage at 7 o'clock. We go until 7 a.m. Saturday morning, and then Halloween, it's a, I don't, I don't think I'm going to stay up all night on Halloween. But anyhow, we're going to do coverage on Halloween night, probably 7 o'clock again. Because in the movie, that's, that's when the whole thing starts. But anyhow, my point is, what is different was back in June, when they had the National Guard come in, and when they had a copter in the air and everything, it, it just, it was a game changer. But I'm telling you right now, the Providence police... And state, they're not going to put up with any nonsense. At different times this past summer, they have been forced to tolerate nonsense. They've been told to, you can't do anything unless you're hit or you're attacked. Now, I don't believe that's the case anymore. And we've seen in the the past when protesters want to push that, that then they find out. 
that that's not the case. So I think that I have full confidence in Providence Police, in State Police, Cranston Police, Warwick Police, Pawtucket have a very good police department. Lincoln has a very good police department, as does everyone. If you're police out there, if you're listening right now and you are law enforcement, whatever branch, state police, Providence police, what have you, Smithfield, Cumberland, Woonsocket, of course. I have a nice Woonsocket police hat that was given to me. I wear it proudly. I also have a Central Falls police jacket that was given to me that's also very nice. But my point is, listen, folks, we need to let law enforcement know that we have their back. And you need to know that, that the people are with you. The degenerates, the anarchists, the defund the police protesters, the, they, they, they're not, they don't speak. They're loud and they get out there on the street. But it's so important for you to know that the people are with you. And this weekend, the people will be with you. So, so just know that. And I will be with you. I will be out there. Because I have to be, because otherwise, as I mentioned, and I gave the example on Twitter, that certain members of the media start immediately flipping it against the police. And that's one of the reasons, because, folks, if I, and I, you know, that's, I don't mind it. I like it. I like being out there. And they're tremendous. Let me play for you, though. This is an example to me of how President Trump is just peaking right now with his enthusiasm. She made a speech yesterday. Talk about Melania. She made a speech. She's a very elegant woman. She gets it almost as hard as I do. They go after her. And she's cool. You know, she's very cool. She goes, oh, that's okay. No problem. Me, I want to go get them. I want to. She goes, that's no problem. That's no problem. She's got a very extreme confidence somehow. You know, she just, that's okay. It's all right. She says, that's their problem. Not my problem. How cool is that, huh? But she did a great job. She got actually a great view. She made a speech in Pennsylvania, and it was fantastic. She's a great first lady. She really uh, loves you. She loves our country. But she had it. She got better. I had it. I got better. But Barron had it. Barron. Barron is my young son who happens to be very tall. He's tall. Hi, Barron. How you doing? Barron's 14. When you're six foot five and you're 14, that's pretty tall. Huh? I walk out of the helicopter with Baron. Hi, Baron. Are you having a good time? But he's strong and he goes like Dr. Sean. He's a great doctor. He goes, he's the White House doctor. Sir, Baron is tested positive, sir. I'm sorry to inform you. I say, oh, that's bad. What does that mean? Positive for what? He goes, for COVID. Or, you know, we have about 30 names. China virus, the plague, whatever you want. To the plague from China. We have to be accurate. Baron has tested positive. And I said, that's too bad. Like, two minutes later, I said, how's Baron doing? Oh, it's okay. It's all gone. 99.9%, right? You know, they have strong immune systems. Much stronger than our immune system. Much, much stronger. I'm working to make the breakthrough treatment that I received. And what we're going to do is we're making it because I had a thing called Regeneron. We're going to make it available to anybody that needs it free free Who did that? I, do suggest, now I don't know if it helped me or is it just a power you know i made a statement i made a statement and they took it very seriously cnn fake news total fake news yep and i got better very quickly and i said well i should because i'm a perfect physical specimen and i'm very young they went crazy he's he's not young, and he is not a perfect specimen. They went crazy. They went crazy. They they have no sense of humor whatsoever, do they? Huh? Thanks to our relentless efforts, 97% of all emergency room visits, 97% are for something other than the virus. Think Look at that. Because we understand. How about that? People yep. are getting better. They are. And you know, you're immune. That's why I could jump right there. See those men? I'll kiss the men. I'm not into that, but I will kiss every man there and kiss every woman there, if you don't mind also. Folks, the thing is, and again, good afternoon. Right now at 116, it's John DePietro. See, Biden will shut down the economy because Biden has been in seclusion. 
He's the guy in the stands saying, you know, the manager's a bum. He's the guy at Fenway, right? You bum. You should have pulled him out. Or he, you know, some of these other stadiums, they don't see it with Belichick so much. But some of these people that go and they cheer on the other teams, right? Like, no matter what the coach of the Jets does or whatever, they're, you know, screaming at him and booing and and the whole thing. But But Biden... He doesn't have any skin in the game, so to speak. He, it's easy. He's in seclusion. He's in the basement. You know, President Trump was effective with that, saying, boy, it must be it's pretty nice. Pretty nice to then just be able to uh, be the Monday morning quarterback and so forth. Biden, he, he's not in the game. He's not in it. And, and, and the effects of shutting down the economy again, Governor Amundo, I want to talk about the restrictions. So tomorrow we're going to carry it live. And for those that missed it, now the, the, the numbers are going up. It would certainly seem we're in a second wave. We are. But the president's not wrong. We are learning to live with the virus. We are. You're learning to live with the virus. We're all learning to live with the virus. What did, virus, what did Biden say? You don't live with the virus. You die with it. No, that's not true. More people are living with the virus, and you've adapted your schedule. Now, listen, I, I also agree. This stuff about the holidays, total drag. I'm sick. Everybody's sick of it. These people, well, you know, they're sick of it. Everybody's sick of it. There's nothing you can do. You have to work around it. But we're finding it's not as lethal, thank God, as we first thought. It's not the same virus that it was. We've learned a lot about it. And I think the president is making big strides with that. And I like, how about the fact that Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholas, the greatest athletes ever, tweeted out that he is voting for President Trump. That's right. I'm just a guy from Ohio. You might not like the way our president says or tweets some things. I've told him that, but look at the past, what he's accomplished. I know we're only a few days. Maybe you haven't made a decision. But there's Jack Nicholas. He voted President Trump four more years. Folks, we don't want to. We don't want to bring out. We don't, we don't want to have the, 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 the squad thinks that they're going to be running the country. We don't need that right now. And, and CNN, you want to talk about hypocrisy. The fact that they can't even control their own clients. Here's Chris Cuomo upset. Saying, hey, you, you lied to us on CNN. This guy that was anonymous, and then we find out he lied. Let me, now, why let me play this. What matters most, uh, certainly to me. You lied to us, Miles. You were asked in August if you were anonymous here on CNN with Anderson Cooper, and you said no. Now, why should CNN keep you on the payroll after lying like that? Chris, it's a great question, and I'll just give you the blunt truth. When I published a warning... I said in the book that if asked, I would strenuously deny I was the author. And here's the reason. Because the things I said in that book were ideas that I wanted Donald Trump to challenge on their merits. We have seen over the course of four years that Donald Trump's preference is to find personal attacks and distractions to pull people away from criticisms of his record. I wrote that work anonymously to deprive him of that opportunity and to force him to answer the questions on their merits. And I'll tell you what happened, Chris. You the lied. Is the president couldn't. He failed to deny what was in that book. And in fact, to this day, the White House has failed to challenge the narratives that were in that book or the narratives that I've explained in my own name over the past four months. But you're lying. How do we know you're not so lying? When asked by Anderson whether I was anonymous during that time period, I said what I was going to do. I temporarily denied it, but I've always said I would ultimately come out under my own name. But that said, I owe Anderson Cooper a beer. I owe him a mea culpa. A beer? The same thing for other reporters who at that time period asked me, are you anonymous? And, and I said no, because I wanted that work to stand on its own two legs and deprive the president of an opportunity to do one more personal attack to distract from his record. But look, I'm here tonight to say that was me. And I hope people challenge me on those accounts. And I hope the White House looks back at those accounts and and looks at them and and tries to actually say whether they're true or not. Because there's an army of people who now come out, Chris, who will validate them. 
We will go through what the White House said in response. We will go through your time there and what mattered in terms of what you were trying uh, to hold off for America's collective national security. But you know what the problem is with having lied is that now you are a liar. Right. And people will be slow to believe you yes. when you lied about something as important as whether or not you wanted to own this. Chris, that's the truth. And when? this was a very torturous decision. When are you it telling the truth? immediate for me. To want to publish this work. You didn't have to go on CNN. At the get-go. It really wasn't. That's bull. Uh, but you time, went on and lied. And I'll be frank with you. Behind the scenes. He is a liar. He's trying to get people who are not going to die out. You're a liar. Other household names in the administration to come out and tell the truth that, Chris, we all knew inside this administration. You this isn't about just lied. You're it's a liar. The president's cabinet at that time that shared these views. What a disgrace. You know, I don't blame him for being upset like that. Here's what... What he lied on with Anderson Cooper. Senior members of the administration, including those in the cabinet. I mean, there was that story early on about the 25th Amendment uh, having been discussed. Did that, was that ever something that, that you became aware of? Yeah, Anderson, I'll be frank with you. That's not really something that I can comment on, uh, at least at the moment. But what I will say is this. Um, on, on a very regular basis, you would have these last-minute fire drills where the president would make spontaneous, unplanned, uncoordinated, ill-considered decisions from the White House. And his cabinet would have to drop everything to try to go address those challenges. That may not seem like a big deal if it happens every once in a while. Look, every president deserves to... To, uh, you know, think up new ideas and have his cabinet respond to them. But when you're talking about weekly unplanned emergencies, it has a waterfall effect on the operations of the entirety of the federal government. The taxpayers that are watching this expect their government to hum along, get their job done, protect the American people, uh, get social security checks out. But when these uh, fire alarms would happen at the White House, it would have that waterfall effect on everything. And it would make it really difficult for people to get their jobs done. And I want to give you a specific example, Anderson. We do a lot more uh, at the Department of Homeland Security in this country than just protect the nation's borders. It's a very important mission, uh, but it's only part of the mission of the Department of Homeland Security. DHS is responsible for stopping cyber attacks, terrorist attacks, nation-state threats from foreign foes. Uh, but the president wanted to spend about 95% of his time focused on border. So we went to the White House at one point, this is probably in 2008, and we said, look, there's something we used to do in the Bush administration called Terror Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, the president's national security team would sit down with George W. Bush and talk about the terror threats to the country. We said, why don't we do something called Threat Thursdays? We'll come in with the president. We'll talk to him about all these other threats he's not really spending time on because he's too focused on the border. Um, we got blown off. We made the proposal again. We got blown off. All right. You get again. the idea, folks. This guy is going to say whatever he wants, and we don't know where the truth begins and ends. And it goes from there. And that's what's really, that's what's really going on. I mean, that, that's what it is. And, and, and I don't know why they would continue to have someone on. He didn't have to go on CNN when he lied to Anderson Cooper. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do that interview. You know, Cuomo's not wrong. We had you on. We asked you. You said, no, you shouldn't have gone on then. All right. Hey, I want to remind you folks about Henry Oil. Call them today. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. Since 1947, it's Henry Oil. Carmine Henry DeSanto. Fuel oil with a single truck operation. Call Henry Oil today. 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Call them. 401-521-0200. Or online at henryoil.com. Automatic delivery. Budget plans. Service contracts. Lock and cap pricing. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Call them today. 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred four zero one five two one zero two hundred for Henry Oil. Now, folks, the race is tight. The race is definitely tight. I also want to um, make mention what happened in France is uh, is really terrible, and it's it's another example of who is it that you want defending um, America when it comes to something 
with what just happened to France. I want to play. But I also want to play. So Chuck Todd is asking, he's getting criticized. He, he asked Biden, is, is he taking it like too seriously of the, the shutdown and, and everything else? And then people are going after Chuck Todd. But the president folk is not, President Trump's not wrong with the, the COVID, COVID, COVID and just the, the whole thing. Let me play a little bit of, um, I think this is Chuck Todd on MSNBC as he's talking to um, asking is is Vice President Biden are you you know maybe just taking this like a little bit too it's it's not the the death we thought it is there it is Joe Biden took a couple of questions. One, uh, the unrest in Philadelphia following uh, the shooting um, uh, of a black man there who wouldn't drop a knife. uh, And a lot of questions about the use of force in there. And you heard the uh, former vice president talk about a commission that he plans on forming uh, on how to deal um, with uh, police reform. And then the second question appeared to be uh, a question about his health care plan. Joining me now, Marcos Melitzis. He's, of course, founder of the Daily Coast. And Michael Steele. He's a former advisor to John Boehner and Mitt Romney. So it's interesting. When you look at both candidates, in some ways, um, one, not taking the virus seriously enough at all. And one, if there's a criticism, might be, is he taking it too seriously, at least when it comes to campaigning? Marcos, let me start with you. Um, is there any part of you that's nervous about the light Biden footprint when it comes to campaigning, uh, when it comes to the door knocking, when it comes to this stuff. It is probably the only hole. They're getting nervous. The campaign infrastructure. They're getting nervous, folks. It's due to the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I was a little worried, to be honest, about spending a lot more time in Georgia and Texas. And and I'm somebody who's really gung-ho on expanding the map. But I also, if there's one thing that I'm still traumatized over 2016 was Hillary Clinton looking at states like Arizona. They're getting nervous. Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. So that's the one piece that uh, that has me a little worried. But like you said, he actually has plans to go back to those states in these last few days. So I'm a little less worried about it. And also, let's not forget, so many people have already voted. This is not a typical election as we've known them in the past. Uh, Michael Steele, uh, the the question is the other it's way with the Trump campaign. I mean, you know, I, I, one of the things I said on Sunday is... The Let me just stop the tape there just for a moment. Folks, they're getting nervous. It's narrowing. Right now, it's one thirty on this rainy Thursday. It's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Just in, Joe Biden's heading to St. Paul, Minnesota tomorrow. Be the fullest travel day of his general election campaign. Stops in Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Folks, he hasn't gone anywhere. He has absolutely been in seclusion, basically. He has. Um, They're getting nervous. I have a very good friend that I talk politics with. He thinks the president, President Trump is peaking at just the right time. And I agree with that, except for the early voting. And it's, it's not a coincidence that they were pushing so much with the early voting. And I recognize that a lot, of, a lot of the Trump people are saying, I don't trust it, early voting. So therefore, I want to wait and vote on Election Day. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I think, um, I think if you can vote, you should vote as soon as you can. Because early voting that they're allowing is different than mail ballots. It's different than mail ballots. But this attack in France, three were killed in a knife attack in Nice, France. And incident authorities are investigating as terrorism. And what was he yelling? Allah Akbar. He was yelling Allah Akbar as this whole thing was going down. Terrible. My goodness. All right. I'm going to man shouts Allah Akbar kills three at a French church. Folks, that is not going away. A woman was decapitated. Attack took place near Notre Dame. Terror attack. Suspect has been arrested. But again, it is just such a crazy time. But I, I, if, if we didn't have early voting... If we didn't have early voting, I would feel very good about President Trump's chances right now. As someone that I'm asked every single day about what do I think is going to happen. But I am nervous about that. 
And I don't want to go out. I want to remind you also about R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them, folks. Residential service. Call Coogs. Plumbing, heating, cooling. There's a link on the website to Petro.com. Winter to summer. Train technicians. 100% service. Service calls. Maintenance agreements. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, cooling. R.E. Coogan Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. You'll notice the difference. 401-732-6562-125 Dewey Avenue in Warwick. Cooks. R.E. Coogan and Heating. He is something else. You know, he and I have become very good friends. He's a great guy. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Great, great guy. Bobby Coogan. Cooks. Coogan and Heating. Call him. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, right now at 132, I... Uh, President Trump is is surging. I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. And I will touch on, I want to touch on this business of the restrictions uh, that Governor Raimondo is going to announce. But I want to remind you, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair, repairs on all makes and models of appliances, Saturday appointments, they're available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And senior citizens discounts are available. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Listen, he has fixed my dryer. He fixed, he and his dad, the microwave. And then I went for the hat trick. He had to fix the stove, the oven. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, good afternoon on this rainy Thursday. Now, tomorrow, Governor Amundo is going to have her briefing to announce that there's going to be new restrictions coming in. And I... I know a lot of people start to, uh, lack of a better word, freak out a little bit. I will be there tomorrow. If you have a question for Governor Raimondo, if you go to my, log on to my website, to petro.com, you hit contact John, send me the question, and I will ask it for you if I'm able to, which I think I should be able to. As long as it's not, some people ask me, want me to ask questions that are very personal, right? Governor Mundo, my family was at a restaurant. And the server was rude. And when my husband went up to use the bathroom, they made him put on his mask. Can you ask the governor about this? No, I'm not. That's a little too personal. But let's go. This was the Channel 10 story of, um, well, yesterday, uh, Governor Rundo again, folks, announced that she's going to be having uh, more restrictions tomorrow. But I want to be clear that the the governor does not want to shut down the state. The governor, Governor Rundo does not want to hurt commerce. So I understand that people get nervous. And I was speaking with a business yesterday that said, what do you think it's going to be? I I think it's going to be targeted. I think any new restrictions, it's going to be if they allow this number, then maybe it should only be this number. I, I think it's going to be along the lines of that, where, you know, maybe it's going to be condensed in some way. But the most important thing is I, I do not believe that it's a complete shutdown. And I also want to remind you that it's better for children to be in school. If you're listening right now and your children or grandchildren are not in school or your niece and nephew, they're safer in school. There's no difference. Children that stay home, distance learning, guess what? Children staying home, distance learning the same number of COVID cases at those that are going into school. So the answer to the question is it's safe for them to go in school. But the governor is considering moving back a little bit with some of the restrictions. But I'm telling you, I think it's going to be targeted. Now, our friend Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, he had um, a piece that basically talks about the different communities of which are having more outbreaks than other. And I believe Governor Amundo is going to change things up. And I think 
that she is, in fact, going to um, announce that there's certain communities like Central Falls, Pawtucket, that are having a lot of outbreaks, that they may do something with those particular communities. But I don't I don't think it's going to be across the board anymore. I don't think it's going to be across the board anymore. So how about in Rhode Island? The vote count is already underway. How about that, folks? Already underway with the vote count in Rhode Island. They're already counting the votes. You know, I, I don't like it. I don't like any of it. I don't like this early voting. I don't like how we've shifted into this. You know what else I don't like is this whole push to vote. Why? These people don't pay attention. They're not engaged. Why is all this, you know, and I'm, I'm tired of Facebook telling me to vote and all these other people telling me to vote. I want to play a little bit of um, this story in France is um, is really terrible. Good Morning America had a piece on it. Three dead with these terrorist attacks. Boy, they have a big problem with uh, with the with the terrorists. Folks, we don't have that around here. We have urban terrorists, right? We have the protesters. But we don't have that type of violence that they're involved with. Let me hear a little bit of this. Um. Okay, why, why isn't it playing? Oh my goodness, right, hold on. Right there. What we know so far is that at least three people have been killed and a number wounded in a terrorist stabbing attack at a church in the southern French city of Nice. Now it happened at the Notre Dame Basilica at nine local time this morning and a suspect who's reportedly been injured is now in police custody. The authorities appear to have arrived rapidly on the scene storming the church. As you'd expect, the area is now cordoned off with a heavy police presence there. Armed police are on the scene. President Macron is also going to go down to Nice uh, and to try and assess what's going on. Remember, this comes just under two weeks after that terrible beheading incident in Paris, France. But this is another stark reminder of the threats that exist in a city and a country that has a terrible history of this kind of incident. Michael. All right. Thank you so much, Ian. Wow. Folks, that is, again, that is an, uh, an unending nonstop battle that, that they're dealing with. I mean, and it is bad. My God, they're out of control. But and then who would you who would you rather have as an ally? Um, who would you rather have as an ally? In in listen, it comes down to someone like President Trump. We don't have those types of terror attacks here. You know, they they were slamming him for they were calling it the Muslim ban, but we didn't. We haven't had any attacks. Not with the president. So they can complain all they want. See, my also my problem with Biden is exactly what I think a lot of people. And that is I, I just view him as he has been in seclusion. He has been he's Rip Van Winkle. He is. You know, not been out. He's been nowhere. He is nowhere to be found or seen. And that. That this is someone, in other words, he would think nothing of just saying that we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to close down the economy because he's not fully engaged with the economy. He would think nothing about it. But the governor did say yesterday that we are in the, the second wave. Would you consider this a second wave? Yes. It would appear so. Oh, so we are. That was from yesterday. Now again, Governor Mundo is going to be announcing her new the new restrictions on the state, and cases in workplace settings have almost doubled in one week. That that's a problem. I mean, I know everyone makes fun of the whole thing with the break rooms, but it's not entirely wrong. But more precautions need to be done, and I feel bad for the people that you're in a carpool. You know what else I don't understand? Is some of the questions where, you know, the bus driver who's told you got to have all the windows. I like how Governor Amundo says, listen, show a little common sense and, you know, you need airflow. Okay, it's raining. So maybe the restaurants, uh, excuse me, maybe the windows on the bus. So maybe they're halfway. Like, right, we're learning about it. Don't, so we have to keep, well, I don't know if you need to keep it open. You need airflow. That much we know. But you use a little common sense. We're learning about it, right? We, we, we're learning a lot more about the virus. We have a better sense of it. We have a much better sense than we did in 
certainly in, in March and April and even May for that matter. So, you know, these questions of, you know, governor and there's a bus driver and he's not sure what to do. Well, I mean, show a little bit of, and I mean that, like a little common sense. All right, then maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have to have the window. Then go halfway. The, the, the point is, the point is that you, you need some sense of an airflow. So however you're really going to do it, that's, that's up for you to set up and accomplish. That's really what it, it comes down to. So that you need to then set up your own situation. And again, I, I think that people have a decent sense of how it should go and how it should be. And I also think this this business of I want to play this is um let's see these reports about the focusing on the COVID 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 but I, I think a lot of people feel that way this is um on Meet the Press seems to be focused here we go we move over to Monica Alba up in Tampa and Monica the setting for Trump's rally uh, appears to be all about a get out the vote effort percent Chuck and it's also as you mentioned Florida 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 the president seems to be focused on dismissing COVID 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 he continues to repeat that at almost every rally he's been to this week and it's quite on display here today with thousands gathered I've been to so many of these rallies now in the era of the pandemic and I have to tell you I've never been to one with so few people wearing masks you had volunteers trying to encourage people to wear face coverings and people were shouting back at them I don't feel I need to I'm outdoors I don't want to and when you look at this crowd and Governor Ron DeSantis of course a Republican close ally of the president speaking about that they're also trying to dismiss the health crisis as we see numbers rising and hospitalizations here in Florida but beyond the coronavirus which the president continues to make false claims about it simply going away we know that's not the case today he's expected to really focus on the economy he's going to be talking about those GDP numbers no surprise there he's also going to be trying to make an outreach directly to Latino voters they're seeing some incremental numbers they like in Florida with their message they're going to be presenting a new American dream plan that's something that the president rolled out a couple weeks ago for African-American voters called the platinum plan these are things he would only do by the way for these minority groups if he's re-elected but looking at the crowd here today the president is going to be absolutely focused on those main messages and then he's going to be back in Florida Chuck this is probably the place Florida where he will spend the most time all year campaigning they feel good about what they're seeing internally places where they're nervous about Pennsylvania, North Carolina. He'll be there later today. Pennsylvania, really critical to them. Those are the three states I'm told he's going to spend the most time in in the last 48 hours. Now, that's very interesting. I want to just hear that one more time about where he's going to be at the very end now of the uh, of the campaign. Now, the, on the coronavirus, which the president continues to make false claims about it simply going away. We know that's not the case. Today, he's expected to really focus on the economy. He's going to be talking about those GDP numbers. No surprise there. But he's also going to be trying to make an outreach directly to Latino voters. They're seeing some incremental numbers they like in Florida with their message. They're going to be presenting a new American dream plan that's something that the president rolled out a couple weeks ago for African-American voters called the Platinum Plan. These are things he would only do, by the way, for these minority groups if he's reelected. But looking at the crowd here today, the president is going to be absolutely focused on those main messages. And then he's going to be back in Florida, Chuck. This is probably the place, Florida, where he will spend the most time all year campaigning. They feel good about what they're seeing internally. Places where they're nervous about Pennsylvania, North Carolina. He'll be there later today. Pennsylvania, really critical to them. Those are the three states I'm told he's going to spend the most time in in the last 48 hours. Now, again, um, that's interesting, folks. And I want you to understand right now it's 145 on this rainy Thursday. And what I want you to understand, it's John DePietro, folks. By the way, thank you for tuning in. As always, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website petro.com just click listen live or if you have google or alexa if you have alexa just search wnri and boom there it is crystal clear audio but you can always listen online at the website if you ever miss a segment we have them posted all right there but the 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 trump people i know many of you dismiss a lot of the a lot of people dismiss a lot of the polls 
But what's clear is the Trump people. You need to understand that. The Trump people, they don't dismiss the polls. The polls are showing them where to go in these last few days. And Florida is is very important for the president to hold. And then obviously Pennsylvania, North Carolina. So certain states they feel good about. Um, other states, you know, Biden. I, I liked also you heard nervousness about Biden going to Texas and Georgia. Some people are saying, is it really worth it? They go back to 2016. Hillary went to Arizona. She didn't go to Michigan, right? They were ignoring Michigan. I I think right now on this final push, I think President Trump is kind of peaking at the right moment, at the right time. I, I think he is. I think it's important. I don't like the early voting. But what I want you to understand is this is not willy-nilly. They, they have a plan of where they're going. And their internal polls are wildly important. And if, if you don't have a shot at this point on a state, it's really not worth it. You've got to cement and really nail it down. Or if there's a chance to move some ground here. So I, I, I am willing to bet the oil comments hurt Biden in Pennsylvania a lot, in Ohio and Texas. And those are important states for the president to hold from 2016. Remember, that's what it's all about. The president needs to hold what he did in 2016, and that's not easy. You don't want to give up on something. North Carolina is an interesting one. Now, I think two states to really watch. Now, obviously, Florida. If Joe Biden wins Florida, it's, it's folks, I hate to tell you this, but it's over. But two states that I'm watching are North Carolina and Arizona. President Trump can win Arizona, North Carolina, Pennsylvania. He's in very, very good shape. But those are the states. Those are the states that they have to watch. This portion of the program is brought to you by Preferred Towing and Recovery. Female-owned and operated, located in Lincoln. They service everyone. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. I'll tell you, Mark has been doing repossessions. For 30 years, they get the job done safely, securely, preferred towing and recovery. They also buy, by the way, they also buy older vintage cars. You know, the ones that sit in the garage for the last 15 years. You say you're going to restore. Preferred towing can be reached at 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500 or on Facebook. And also the website is preferredrecovery.com, preferredrecovery.com, as well as on Facebook. But if you're one of those people, and I heard from someone just the other day, and he said, what's that number of the guy that will buy that old vintage, older vintage car that has been sitting in my garage that I thought at some point I was going to restore, but now it's not going to happen, and I could use some cash? I said, Boom. Call Mark at Preferred Towing or Christine. 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500. Preferred Towing. I also want to remind you. Now, folks, we don't know what's going to happen next week. We don't know what's going to happen this weekend. And then we don't know what the political unrest. If President Trump is reelected, and I don't know. You know, I don't think anyone knows. Because the early voting really throws things off. And anyone that, that doesn't see that as a factor, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. But my point is, in order to be safe for you and your family, I implore you to stop by Sur- Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. I'll tell you, Tanya and Frank, they have everything. They have body armor. What's body? Someone said, just send me an email. What's body? Body armor is, you know, the, the, the bulletproof vests, the stab-proof vests have helmets, but body armor. And a lot of people are starting to realize that there's something to be said for that. And it comes in all forms, by the way. Now they have it in clothes. You could have a, looks like a hoodie or just a sweatshirt, but you're actually protected. Um, but it's surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue, where they also have pepper spray. They have ammo. They have, how about a six-month food supply? They have food storage. And they have, they stock wise food storage, freeze-dried, shelf life up to 25 
years with stackable buckets. Each bucket has different meals, ranging from 52 servings to 120 servings. They have pistol and rifle rated body armor in stock, wide selection plate carriers, well-versed in various body armor options. Walk people through the process, what's right for you. They have shipments every week, 9 millimeter, 556 stock available. Uh, check their Facebook page. And then, of course, pepper spray, all different sizes. Folks, listen, we don't know what's happening next week, but I do know this. I want you protected, you and your family. I want you to stop in and see them at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. They're open seven days a week. They're about two miles from Garden City. So you just get to Cranston and you can find them. They're not near Providence. Someone said to me, oh boy, I'd love to go. I don't want to go to Providence. Well, the good news is you don't have to go to Providence. The bad news is you have no sense of direction, but they're not. They're actually uh, closer to Garden City. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. And then, folks, there's always the old standby. I mean, I think this is a good time to stop by and see John Francis Competition Shooting Supplies, right? 401-727-1716. Call him or pop in and see him, 435 Benefit Street. Who knows what's going to happen? But I'll tell you. A looter's nightmare is competition shooting supplies. When they say defund the police, we say competition shooting supplies. Exit 2A. Think about that. Second Amendment. Exit 2A off of 95. John Francis, the defender of the faith. He's out there on the front lines. That couple from St. Louis, the St. Louis gun couple with the AR-15 and the 9mm, if they were in Rhode Island, they'd be shopping at competition shooting supplies. You'd be shocked who you see there. Folks, firearms, ammunition, accessories, pop it and see them. Not too early for some Christmas shopping, competition shooting supplies. Nothing says Merry Christmas more than a gift certificate or firearms and ammunition. Competition shooting supplies. They say purge, you say competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket or call them at 727-1716. Pop in and see the Defender of the Faith. Exit 2A. That's right, mister. As in Second Amendment, you got that right. Competition, shooting supplies. It's a rainy Thursday. Tuesday's the election. You know what that means? Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Don't wait until Tuesday. Get those Trump chocolate donuts. Get those Trump soda. Get your Trump cupcakes. Get it now at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They have it all. Plus, calzones, calzone sausage and pepper. The most delicious cannolis. And those Trump chocolate donuts are addictive. They're incredible. Located Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right next to AAA, right off of Silver Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook, 170 Royal Little Drive. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet in Rhode Island. They are considered Trump headquarters. And what a great crowd in there. It's always Trump people in there. You see police in there. You see military in there. They're patriotic. Free coffee for both police and military. Ron's, with a P, pastry, gourmet. Pop in and see them. So, folks, again, uh, just summing up, President Trump is surging very strong as we're into the home stretch. Locally, Big news tomorrow. What is Governor Raimondo going to say? As far as new restrictions, our numbers keep going up. What does that mean? I don't know, but I'm going to be there tomorrow. I will be there tomorrow. We'll broadcast. We'll bring it to you. And I have a feeling a number of these briefings are going to increase as we are now into the second wave. Folks, I'm there. I'm on the inside. Unlike some of the others, right? You don't see Pork Boy there. Cackle's no one nowhere near there. Fat Allen, he lives in New Bedford. He doesn't even come to Rhode Island. I'm inside. I'm the one asking the questions. I'm the one that the governor is always interested to hear my question. And I don't pester her. Some of these other questions, these stupid questions from some of these people. So would you want to respond to the bus driver that wonders why he has to? Listen, I mean, come on. Some of these people. I don't know how you make it through life. As the nuns at St. Paul's used to say, you must have a twin because not one, no one person could be so stupid. What's the matter with you? 
God, grow a brain. Borrow a buck and go buy yourself some class. What's the matter with you? Wake up. Then shut the window halfway. The kids are getting wet. All right, then. Shut the blinking window. What, do I have to do everything? As Giselle said, what does my husband have to do? Throw the ball and catch it? Wake up. God almighty. How long have you been working here? Not counting today. (laughs) One of my favorite lines. Hey, folks, remember also, if you want to do something nice, Veterans Day is coming up. You want to make a veteran happy? Operation made. Encouraging entrepreneurship. One veteran at a time. Everything on this website is made by... You guessed it, a veteran. Operation made. Go to the website, petro.com. You can link right through. They also have a great Facebook page. And I also want to remind you, competition shooting supplies, surplus provision, Pontiac Avenue, Cranston. And don't forget about Allstate Lock. Have you been thinking about having security cameras put into your home or business? You have? Go to petro.com. Link through Danny Greslin and Jared. They're fantastic. Experts in locking systems, building security, security cameras, all state lock. Allstatelock.com. Call them 401 349 0042. 401 349 0042. All state lock. Get some security cameras out there. Hey, they also act as a deterrent. Remember that, folks. This is protection time. This is today is Thursday. Guess what your goal is? Your goal is to make it to next Thursday because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't. We don't know what's going to happen this weekend. We don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday. I was telling you, there's already a rally planned for next Wednesday at the State House, where they're already like objecting to the results, even though the results haven't even come out yet. Think how ridiculous that is. Shouldn't we wait to see what the results are? No, we don't like them already. I mean, that is just a, a joke for, for crying out loud. I don't even know what the results are. They're already planning a, a rally. So, and then we have this whole situation with Halloween and the purge. And again, just a reminder, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I mean, I don't think it is. Could be fake. But like I've told you, after that riot last June and the way that people are whacked right now and the fact you think of that last Tuesday, you had 21 people arrested going crazy in the city. I, I, I don't know what to think. I'd like to rule it out. Um, I don't know, but we will have coverage of it. I will be in the purge capital. Remember, tomorrow night, the P doesn't stand for Providence. It stands for purge. Facebook Live, full coverage, 12 hours, beginning at 7 p.m. Have it all geared up. I will be in the city, and before I go for my purge coverage, first I'll go by surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue, Cranston. Hey, folks, coming up, uh, stay dry. We're going to have the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. This is one. Uh, remember, if you want to get in touch with me, go to the website, petro.com. Tomorrow, I will be at Governor Mundy's press briefing. We'll bring the latest on the restrictions. We'll continue to follow any type of breaking news. So we'll get the 2 o'clock news. John Dion program is next. I'm back tomorrow at 11. Always go to the website. You can always uh, listen to the program if you missed anything. So we'll get an update. Again, the horrible situation in France. WNRI, one socket. WNRI.